0: So, if you will pass your questions to the center, and I shall come along and pick them up. And if you have questions as we go along, just hold up your paper, and someone will come along and bring them up.
1: Right. If right, if a question joggles to your mind halfway through, just raise your hand and the and with the paper in it, hopefully, and the young lady will come and give it and share and we can sort of get going here and have another fun time together. Thank you.
0: I'll just start with the first one that's in my hand. I know minds work differently, but I would like to hear your thoughts on why we are connected and drawn together, such as I was drawn to unity through we wisdom. Do you think it is a window through past experience, past life, past realm, question mark?
1: Well, I suppose the answer could have some uh, some, um, some validity within all of the possibilities uh, that you spoke to. Uh, the journey that we are upon is always one of consciousness, isn't it? That's the only thing we really ever have to work with. Consciousness expressing uh, as... Uh, and from a variety of uh, things that we believe, that we hold to be true, that we give as our focus, a whole bunch of different things. And so, as we then progress, even on an unconscious level, as to these things having an impact on our spirituality, we nevertheless are drawn to many different things. You mentioned We Wisdom, uh, the children's magazine from Unity uh, Village, that That no longer is in print. Uh, Many people have a memory of We Wisdom and many people have a memory of being somehow in a conversation with someone um, and it seemingly had no no connection whatsoever with the uh, uh, with the moment but yet it all kind of fits together in a building block way and we find ourselves then exactly where we are right now. Can you accept that you are right now where you are by right of consciousness and that where you are right now is right and perfect, where you will be tomorrow in whatever aspect of um, that that can translate into for you that that is your right and perfect place at that moment. Sometimes we look at the place we're in and you say you've got to be kidding. This is my right and perfect place? Well, it is because it is by right of consciousness that I am there that you are there and that we, we have an interaction together. So, the, the process is then to move upon each right and perfect moment, I guess, with as much peace and as much acceptance as we can, and to draw from it the greater good that is always there. The more we resist it, the more we fight against it, the more we label it, oh, this has to be an anomaly. You know, uh, the law of consciousness now uh, isn't working here, obviously, because look who's in my life. And the more we do that kind of logic, which is an illogic, the more we are not capable of being in that moment to the best that we possibly can. Each moment contains within it the greater good that we, you, I, together, collectively, uh, we are capable of understanding. But you know, the bottom line too is the best is always yet to be. There is always greater and greater and greater and more and more because that's the basic truth of the universe.
0: People ask me why we don't have a cross. How do I reply?
1: Well, traditional Christianity has crosses. Traditional, traditional Christianity has crucifixes. And they are all predicated upon an event in history that many people automatically click into from somewhere within consciousness a bunch of different adjectives. Victim, pain, suffering, unjust, and all of the other things. We do not deny that there was a adventure that Jesus encountered that had to do with the cross. But we see it differently. But the majority of people, then, who might walk through the door for the very first time and not see a cross, they think, well, you're obviously not Christian. Well, what they're really saying is, you're not my brand of Christian. And unity is our brand of metaphysical Christianity. People may not accept that answer that you might want to give them. And if you really want to cop out, which is okay, you can say, but we do have a cross in the sanctuary right back there on the wall behind you. And maybe that would make them happy. You know, the, the great religions of the world, the different symbols of them, Christianity is represented there by a cross. So that might salve over someone's feelings of the weirdness that they perceive us to be. And we recognize every now and then someone comes in and, and, and certainly tells us in one way, shape, form or another, how weird and how wrong we are. But that no longer disturbs me, and I don't argue the point. But um, uh, Christian, I'm not gonna take the time now to go into the metaphysical Christianity kind of concept about the cross. But we see things differently. We see things uh, not from a eye perspective of victimhood, but of one of total understanding and victory in the knowledge of the God identity, Uh, not only that Jesus, had of his own self, but that we each have within our own self as well.
0: And actually the cross wasn't the, the earliest no. uh, symbol used by It was a fish. Christians.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you know that? The earliest symbol of Christianity was a fish, not a cross. So, so ask them, where's your fish?
0: I find that I really have to work at being joyful a bit depressed at times, your thoughts? Well, you know,
1: was there a time in your life perhaps when you didn't realize that you even had joy as an option? Probably, I'm, I'm second guessing. So, while you may not have the success ratio rate that you would like at this present moment in your life, rejoice in that as, as, aspect if you can rejoice in nothing else. That I recognize now that I do have the option for joy and you can add whatever adjective to that that you care to, but this is an option and this is that for which I was created. The nature of life or the purpose of life, well, what can we say about it? Let's say that, that the, it's it's joy. You can use, again, whatever words you care to use there, but that has to be the underpinning of all things if the nature of God is joy. See, if the nature of God was sorrow and all the other words we could use, then you really would be swimming upstream. But the nature of the essence of creativity that we call God, again, we're using semantics, but uh, can we say that joy would be one of them? Or, again, life and love and what all these things? Then, that's, then that is your nature, and you're sensing that, and you're recognizing that I'm not always there. Well, do we have anybody here in the sanctuary who is always in joy, completely living in the joyousness of all life? Probably not. We all have these moments. And to rejoice in the moment, because the moment will give you greater contrast by which you will seek to move into the joy that is your native understanding birthright. And don't hit yourself over the head because of it. That only makes things worse. And I'm worse is not the right word. But that only makes things more challenging. Um, because then you have, you have labeled yourself as wrong or ineffective or some other kind of terminology. And that you don't want to do, because you are not that. You are the beloved expression of the one presence, one power, who presently moves through life in a variety of ways and modes and, and venues. And every now and then, joy might not be the prominent one. And they, you know, that's okay. That's okay.
0: Does unity teach that there is a personal, and that's in uh, quotes, God, that we can relate to directly?
1: Of course. And that is, well, first of all, we say that the nature of God can be thought of as principle. Um, much like, but don't say this is all that there is, much like the principle of gravity, or much like the principle of mathematics, or much like the principle of any science. That, And yet, God is the essence of pure being, but is the principle behind all things. In other words, that's why things work. If God was not the idea of perfect principle behind all things, the things that we depend upon, be they math or be they gravity or be they um, whatever we care to think of then, would, would, be, would be an option. And we'd, we'd really have a mess. So, <clears throat> saying that, the idea that is God say, perfect love if you wish, whatever you can identify with, once you internalize that, then that becomes personal. And then that is the essence of pure being in a personal uh, uh, expression uh, that is active within you. And many times this takes on an emotional kind of feeling uh, of the personal moment of of truly identifying with the God-reality of who and what you are, and as you do that, Uh, There is probably no one in this room here who has not had moments when it was really an emotional moment for them, where they truly embraced and knew an aspect of the oneness of God that they shared. And that is a very personal experience.
0: We often hear about changing our thoughts to more positive ones, but aren't there benefits to being fully present with where we are, being the observer, not for purposes of wallowing, but for gaining wisdom, cultivating self-compassion.
1: Yes. Yes. Be present in the moment. What did our elder brother say? Be in the world, but... Not of it. Yeah. Be in the moment, but don't be taken down by it. Be in the moment as an observer. Recognize that it can contain within it many different things that will benefit and bless the ongoingness of your personal life. Even as you might even see something that would tell you that that isn't anything I want to identify with. Okay, that's a good thing to do, isn't it? And if you happen to be in a moment of outer conflict, recognize that you have the option of choosing to join that conflict or of taking the high ground and of recognizing this truth. Someone we once spoke with uh, made the comment that, uh, that that they are no longer uh, too friendly with the friends that they once had in their life because they were once a commiserator and now they have a different concept of things and they no longer commiserate and the friends don't care to be around them anymore because they want to tell their story and they want to tell their their organ recitals over and over again and no longer is this individual responding to it. Yeah, be in the moment, you have to. Uh, Where else could you be? Uh, You know, you can be so heavenly that you're no earthly good. And that doesn't help anything with where you presently are and interacting with life as you must do.
0: This kind of goes on the, the heels of that How can you avoid forgetfulness when somebody pulls you into their story?
1: Well, again, haven't you recognized, at least in retrospect, this is what happened? You may not have recognized it at the moment, but right now you can say, whoa, look what I allowed happen to happen in that moment in my world and in my life and in my thoughts and in my conversation. So, as I recognize that this has happened then I can recognize as well that I have an option to be uh, more poised and centered in conversations that are yet to come. And sometimes what you can do is you can play-act this through. Go back to that conversation. Uh, The other person certainly is no longer involved now standing in front of you or the environment or the circumstance. Play out again how you would do it. Uh, You know, role-play. Uh, And how would you respond now? What would you say to that person now? Not that would infuriate them or antagonize them in any way, but what might you say to gently change the conversation or maybe lead them into a different understanding of the um, opportunity that this moment has for not only them, but for you to look at things differently, to look at things from a higher ground, from a higher experience. And then that scenario will cut in the quicker the next time that experience seems to be there for you and uh, you'll feel better about yourself.
0: Unity speaks of abundance. I've seen the secret and have had many successes. However, I seem to have a sense of lack when it comes to money. I want to break through this. What are unity's thoughts of money is the root of all evil?
1: Well, you said a mouthful in your question. If that is anywhere in your consciousness, even the possibility thereof, then that is one of your opportunities to move past and beyond. Years ago, and to some degree today as well, money within a church is spoken of as in a number of ways. It's okay for the church to have money but not for the individual. It sort of is uh, a coattail kind of thing about uh, it's okay to suffer now and your reward is coming later. Well, to look at that realistically then, that means that the God, the one presence, one power that is never changing, right? That's the essence and definition of pure being, somehow changes between the God of the physicalness, and then the God of that which is yet to come. And Unity says that's that's baloney. There is but one presence, one power that is consistent throughout all life. And in the knowledge of the awareness of the God presence, we see the abundance that is the kingdom itself. How does Unity view uh, the money is the root of all evil? Uh, no, we don't. Uh, that doesn't. That doesn't have any kind. Uh, of a point of reference within what unity teaches. Uh, Money is but a symbol. And if the universe is an abundant universe, if the universe, and hey, look out at night sometimes when it's not rainy, and the stars, the multitudinous stars. um, I can remember as a child looking up and and really remembering, seeing uh, the Milky Way and all that's there. Uh, is this shortage? Is this lack? Is the God of the universe different from the God that is here right now as the cornerstone of our identity? Uh, See, the abundance of the kingdom, be it however you care to manifest it, again, is, is predicated upon consciousness. That's all we've got to work with. There is nothing else. And consciousness, yours, mine, it trumps anything other than that which Uh, out there in life might say something different, be it circumstance, condition, or thing. To know and to remain steadfast in what we know and not to deviate and not to stumble in a recognition that somehow abundance, prosperity is wrong. Catherine Ponder, Unity Minister, writer of all these wonderful prosperity principles, uh, one of her comments was, was was rich or poor, it's good to have money, you know. And I would say to you, if you haven't read Catherine Pounder's books, read them, you know. In other words, immerse yourself in this knowledge uh, because if you just sort of play around the periphery of it and then at the other moment of the periphery you find yourself with some other limiting concept about abundance, um, then you're shooting yourself in the foot. Get proactive in what you know to be true.
0: And why don't you speak to, is that really what the scripture says? Money is the root of all evil?
1: No, the scripture doesn't say that. <laughs> the scripture says what? The love of money. Which means, not the money, but it means the cart before the horse. If we forget that we are a spiritual being and that money is but the... Uh, the uh, um, the. Uh, Let's call it a scorecard. Money is a scorecard. It tells you where you are in consciousness within the abundant universe. And uh, that's important.
0: This kind of goes along with it. Since unity does not accept the concept of karma, could you speak about why people are born into poverty or have no access to truth?
1: Um, I'm sure the reasons are many, I'm sure Um, the understanding of the underlying things that are germane to your question are variable depending on the individual. Um, Many times, I'm sure, we shiver and shake at the possibility of getting into physical life because we realize from the non-physical point of view that this is where the action is, that this is where we walk point within the kingdom. And many times with all kinds of opportunity, we might choose to have that uh, and and, an entree that we might look at as being less than perfect. But we still, if there is one instance of a story of someone who can relate to, look where I was born, look what I was born into, Uh, and Something I brought with me in consciousness simply moved me into something else. I didn't hold to where I was born or what I was put in. If one person can tell that story, and there are hundreds and thousands of stories me. like that. Me, I was referencing, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, yeah, yeah. You know, in a house without indoor plumbing, without running water, without, without anything that you might, you might think is important that was Mary Allen's birth. So, uh, if it can happen to one person, it can happen to another. Can I say for sure this is why for everybody? No. But it's to know who and what we are that's important. And if I, by lifting me up, can know the truth, I can increase that potential for each and every person to be lifted up.
0: And don't you think everyone has access? And don't you think everyone has access? Because the question oh. is, why, why would some be born with no access to it?
1: Well, Mary Ellen didn't have access to it. At all. Truth principles? huh? You know? Uh, she could tell her story, and it's interesting. And, and if she can do it, can that say anything about everyone? The answer is yes. Yes.
0: How does the church reach out to people in hospital or ill at home?
1: Um, if, we are un- if, if we are informed, we reach out. Sometimes we don't know, and oftentimes that is exactly what happens. Uh, we're told this story afterwards by somebody You didn't come and see me. What, did you call and tell anyone you were there? No. Well, you know, come on. You've got to help play the game. If you are at home and you would like s- somebody to come and have a moment of prayer with you and visit you, call us. If you're in the hospital, let us know. And we're always willing to do that. Uh, so, we're, and, and Mary Ellen and I are more accessible than you would even imagine.
0: Except the person who called Friday night. You and mean they left, left the, a message
1: on the phone? Yeah, Yeah.
0: about the hospital. You yeah, might,
1: and we weren't there, if you right? Were,
0: if you were one of those people.
1: Yeah, we were in Phoenix and we got a call and they didn't leave their name, they just left a, left a, a room number in the hospital. So we called and found out you no, know, they wouldn't tell me who the who the who the name was, of course, and I didn't expect that. But they said, "Oh, they checked out today," so tried.
0: we tried. We tried. We tried. Since we unitize everything else, why not finally remove evil from the Lord's Prayer and use error? There's enough profession of hate, lack of forgiveness, etc., that we can do without that word too.
1: You you've. You've never seen the word in parentheses. Anyway, the other word is in parentheses. So you want just just completely the word evil, and then we'll have somebody come in the church and they'll say, "Well, I see you don't have a cross, and I don't, and I see you don't say the Lord's prayer correctly too." You know, um, but and anyway, okay, that's that's you know, that's a valid a valid point. But then, don't sing evil when you're praying the Lord's Prayer and song. Use the word error. That's in parentheses. We're we're trying to give people the option, I guess. Uh, maybe at some point we'll just we'll just go all the way the other direction.
0: How did flags of the world originate? Unity of Missouri, or
1: no? Right here. Right here. Ever so briefly, we had uh, the first World Healing Day in what 19. 19- uh, when was it, Mary Ellen? Seventy-eight or something? No, it was remember. in the eighty. That's right. to right were eighty-six, World Healing Day around the world at the same time, and uh, so we had our morning meeting here. I think it was five o'clock, Unity of Tucson time, and we had you know quite a crowd, and I, uh, uh, and sometime after that, uh, I was I was sitting in the sanctuary and I was sort of you know musing, and I said, how can we? You know, what, and what can we do to continue this? And the little thought came to my mind, and that was, well, you, you bring the world here. And I said, how? They said, they're flags. So we started. Originally, they hung on the wall lengthwise, and then over the few years, we got to where we are right now. We're the only church that I know that has it. Uh, Unity School of Christianity, the chapel there, has a few flags, but not not the quantity that we have.
0: What happened, whatever happened to the one service on Sunday idea?
1: Whatever happened to the one service on Sunday idea? Well, that was a long time ago. Uh, I am seeing that your basic question is, why aren't we at one service now? Uh, And we do talk about it. Uh, There are those who say that, well, we should go to one service now and um, we should do it in the summer, like other churches do. And we might do that next year. We're not sure yet. Um, but my own feeling is I want to, uh, to, di- to disembobulate as few people as we possibly can. If you're used to a, a nine o'clock service, uh, you might say, Well, you know, I might bend a little bit and go to 10. And if you're at the 11 o'clock service, you might say, well, maybe I can get up earlier and come to the 10 o'clock service. But if we were to move everyone to 9 or everyone to 12 or rather to, to 11, uh, we would have, do you think we'd get feedback from that? Uh-huh, we would. But uh, we're looking at things for the right and perfect way that we can interact with it. That's it. Is that it? Mm-hmm. That's it?
0: I guess really? you get to answer any question that comes to your mind now. Yeah. Beam him a question. What? <laughs> uh, I
1: wrote on a piece of the poetry in as much as I had no paper. Oh really? Wasn't in there? The question that was handed to the lady yeah. in the yellow shirt. What, what happened to it? Okay. Didn't I answer it? I'll shut up. No, didn't I answer the question? Uh, I spoke of the original time when we had our our prayer meeting for the world, the day of prayer, and then my sitting in the sanctuary asking the inward question, how can we continue this? And the inner voice to me said, well, bring the country here. And I said, how? And they said, bring the flags. So that's how it originated. Right here for unity of Tucson. Right here right now, a few years ago. Good, you're welcome. Hey, thanks for the opportunity. I really expected some other questions in there this morning, and uh, so it is good. Blessings to you.